So in regards to today's homily, uh, in regards to uh, today's word, as humans, we tend to want a life of comfort, of ease, of calmness, peace. Nobody wants a life filled with drama, with uh, chaos. Um, nobody likes suffering. But we do have this tendency to seek this. And there was a recent study that was done at Stanford, at the University of Stanford, and they took bacteria. So they took bacteria um, in, their, in, the, in the department that studied different, uh, different plants. So they took bacteria, and they put the bacteria in the perfect environment. They gave this bacteria a perfect environment to see what would happen to the bacteria, these living organisms that they had the, the perfect environment. So no stress, no chaos, no drama, just the, the most perfect. The bacteria had the perfect temperature. The bacteria had the most perfect lighting to ensure that it needed. The bacteria had the perfect energy source. And what they found out, the outcome, after giving this bacteria the perfect environment with no stress, no chaos, no drama, um, no chaos, uh, just the perfect environment, what they found out is that 100% of these living organisms, 100% of the bacteria, what happened? They ended up dying. They ended up dying. And that may sound weird, right? We would expect something differently. If I give you the perfect environment, if we had this perfect life, no suffering, no chaos, no drama, then I, I, you know, I, it would be great. But there's something when our faith even, our relationship with Jesus, when it's stretched, when that suffering enters, when that, that drama enters, when there is that chaos, when it enters into our spiritual lives, it's stretched. And it's only when it's stretched that we grow. Right? Again, we don't want that. I just want no drama, no suffering. I just want peace. I was talking to a lady recently and she said, I just don't know how much more I can take. Right? And we all experience that at one point or another in our lives, you know, at some, something very similar. And so, again, we think that living this life of ease, having no drama, no suffering, that is going to make us stronger. In actuality, it makes us weaker in our faith. We think, okay, no stress, no drama, no, no suffering, I'm going to live longer. But actually, it kills us faster. It kills us a little bit faster. And whether we want to admit it or not, brothers and sisters, whether we're Catholic or we're atheists, as I said before in the past, and I will continue to remind you, because I need a reminder, we will suffer. We will experience drama. We will experience chaos. We live in an imperfect world filled with imperfect people. And you're some of those imperfect people, and I'm sometimes that imperfect person as well. So we'll experience suffering. We can't dodge it. Right? We, we can't get around it, no matter how much we, we try. And when those tough times come up, because they either have come up, or they're in our lives right now, or they will come up in the future, when those tough times come up, we have two options, brothers and sisters. We can either escape, or we can embrace. I can embrace the situation, or I can escape from the situation. So escape, right? Since, we, again, we prefer this life of, I just, don't, I just want comfort, I just want no drama, I don't want any suffering, I just want this peace, right? And uh, since we want that, and when the tough times arise, opposite of what we want, we do have the tendency to, I want to escape. I got to get out of here. I don't like this. That's what we have the tendency to do. Escapism, if you've never heard of it before, escapism is a real thing. Even amongst religious people like yourselves. Escapism is I need to get out of here. I don't know how to get out of here. I don't know how to deal with this tough time. I don't know how to deal with this drama. I don't know how to deal with this suffering. So I need to escape. And so what do I escape to is something hoping it makes me feel better. For some of us, it's the vape. For some of us, it's porn. For some of us, it's alcohol. For some of us, it's I just need to go. That's escapism. 
I don't like this feeling. I don't like what I'm going through right now. I'm being stretched. I don't like this. So we have the tendency to numb, to escape. This escape is on. So that's one option. And we know for those who escape, so everybody in here, myself included, we've escaped that time. And we know that when we escape, we never come back and say, I'm so glad I escaped. That felt really good. I'm so happy that I did that. No, the shame kicks in. The distance from God kicks in. It doesn't solve our problems at all. It just adds more suffering on top of the suffering. So that's one option, escape. The other option is embrace. We're going to choose one of the two E's. I can escape or I can embrace. I can embrace the situation. When we go through tough times, we, we embrace the difficulty, right? We embrace the difficulty. We're coming face to face with it rather than running away from it. That's what it means to embrace it. This is a difficulty. I can either run or I can embrace it. Right? I can embrace it because where am I going to go? Escapism doesn't work. Sounds weird. Think about it. It sounds weird to embrace my cross. It sounds weird to embrace the suffering. It's not what we're accustomed to doing. I don't want to embrace that. Father, what are you talking about? I need to get away from it. I need to do whatever I need to do to get away from it. St. John Vianney, this is his quote. And I've been reflecting with this a lot. I've said it recently, maybe in the last uh, a couple of weeks ago, I've said it. And it's still really like God is just really placing this on my heart. And I just bring it to you as well with this embrace. Because I hate suffering. I want to escape in any direction possible. God said this through St. John, I'm sorry, St. John Vianney said this, he said, our greatest cross is the fear of crosses. So think about that. As much as I hate my cross, the biggest cross is the fear of the cross. He says, we have not the courage to carry our cross, and we are very much mistaken for whatever we do, the cross holds us tight. We can't run away from it. It's, it comes. He says, we cannot escape from it. What then have we to lose? Why not love our crosses and make use of them to take us to heaven? Like, you know that emoji where the brain is like popping out of the head? Like, I, I don't know how to do that right now, but like, I don't know how to process this. I don't know how to process this, right? He's saying, why not love our crosses and make use of them because it's through this cross, which I want to escape from, which is going to carry me to heaven. I hate my crosses. I hate suffering. I hate when I have to go to confession again. But St. John Vianney is saying, that is the cross that you hate, you should be embracing. You want to escape it, embrace it. Hug it. Because that's what's going to get you to heaven. This is part of your salvation, is what he's saying. We think we I'll, 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 I'll figure out my salvation a different way, God. I don't want to figure out my salvation this way. I don't want this cross. Sometimes we think like, this is what God wants, right? That this is, this is what God wants. But the good news is the Catholic Church has a term for this, right? The Catholic Church, right, believe it or not, we start to experience peace in the midst of our difficulties, our suffering, chaos, drama, when we embrace our crosses versus trying to escape it. That sounds opposite. In the church, we call this abandonment to divine providence. What does that mean? Abandonment. I, I, I can't escape this. I need to embrace it. Why am I embracing it? That sounds crazy to a non-believer. But even sounds crazy to a believer. It's called in the Catholic Church, abandonment to divine providence. That means I'm abandoning myself right now, God, 
to your providence. In Surah, we say, what God wills. We say to our Father, you know, that, that God, your, your, your will be done. To abandon ourselves, to embrace this cross, this difficulty, right, it's called abandonment to divine providence. We embrace, right, to love our cross, the day-to-day -day crosses in our lives, to abandon ourselves to whatever my day brings, good or bad, and seeing it as something that God has willed for my life. If we can live like, okay, I'm stuck in traffic right now. This is a cross. God, it's part of your will. You willed it. Now, let me, take a, let me explain something. God has two wills. We don't know this. Catholics, listen. Catholics, let us learn. God has two wills. God has an active will, an actual will, what he actually wants, and he has a permissive will, what he permits but doesn't actually want. Kids dying in car accidents, that's not God's actual will, but God permitted it. Why? It's because someone decided to drink too much and abuse their free will, got on the road and killed people. Cancer, that's not God's actual will, that's an evil. God permits cancer. He doesn't want it. Embarrassment, humiliation. God doesn't actually want that, but he permits it. God the Father didn't actually need Jesus to be shameful, embarrassed on the cross that way, but he permitted it because man wanted it. All Jesus had to do was die to save us. God's actual will was Jesus' death on the cross. Jesus accepted that, but it was man's will, and God the Father permitted it. I know it sounds a little bit confusing, but when you abandon ourselves to God's divine providence, what we're saying right now is, God, I don't know if this is your actual will or part of your permissive will, but it doesn't matter. It's in my life. I'm stuck in traffic or I failed my exam. It doesn't matter. It's causing me some kind of suffering. I embrace this. I see that's coming from your hands. And this thing, big or small, is going to carry me to heaven. Then, brothers and sisters, the peace comes rather than escapism, where the peace does not come. We are in this vicious cycle, and we're more anxious and even more depressed, feeling even more shame when we escape. I believe the man in today's gospel with a withered hand embraced his cross rather than escaped from his cross. What is cross? The withered hand. What does it mean to have a withered hand? It's basically paralyzed. He injured it some way along the line. We don't know where, how he injured it. But in order for a hand to become withered, it means that some way he injured it. And over time, he lost feeling. It started to shrink, dry up. It's paralyzed at this point. Now, it doesn't say he embraced his cross. This is what I'm saying. Right? I'm, I am not God. But we are able to interpret scripture to a certain extent. And I'm not wrong for saying that I can assume that he embraced his cross, which is his withered hand, versus escaped it. How do we know that? It's because we're told in the gospel that Jesus walks into the synagogue and sees this man with a withered hand. If this man was trying to escape his withered hand or escape his cross, which is his withered hand, why is he in the synagogue? Synagogue is where Jews worship. That's where they pray. Where did Jesus find him? He finds him in the synagogue. He embraces this cross. He's a man. He's not a kid. How many years did he have this withered hand? We have no idea. He could have hated God for his withered hand. He could have hated himself and been embarrassed. But guess what? He walked into the synagogue, worshipped God, and that's where Jesus found him. He embraced. He didn't escape. And I wonder, brothers and sisters, a lot of us right now are waiting for Jesus to take away our crosses. But I wonder if Jesus is actually waiting on you.
been waiting on me to embrace the cross, that withered hand in our lives, that we hate. Maybe God is waiting on us to say, God, I'm abandoning this cross to your divine providence today. I surrender it to you. Again, a lot of us are waiting on God. God, when are you going to take away this cross? I hate this cross. When are you going to change my circumstances? And the Lord can just be saying, I'm waiting on you. What are you going to abandon? You want this cross gone, but you still haven't learned what I'm trying to teach you from this cross. That this cross is going to help you get into heaven. So let us wait no longer. Let us stop running away and escaping. And instead we embrace the crosses that have come into our lives, that thing we wish would just go away. And when we embrace it, God comes into the synagogue, the church today, and sees us here with the cross, accepting it, embracing it, and he says, finally, you got it. And then maybe we'll receive that miraculous healing that we've been waiting for. But he's waiting on us. So we sit here for a minute and bring those things that we wish would just go away to Jesus, asking for his graces and strength to help us live and abandon ourselves to his divine providence. Amen?